Hey. Hey, guys. No, 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 no. Now we, then oh. he'll, Fleming chooses some music for you. I, I'm just saying now, I do not choose the music. It's I know what it is. I can already guess what it's going to be. It's got to be Hungry Like the Wolf. You would just, you would, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Tight Ends, an NFL UK fantasy football podcast. As ever, I'm your host Fitz and today I'm joined by Broadwood from the Alligators. How are you doing Broadwood? I'm very well Fitz, Kamish. How are you sir? Yeah, I'm good. I'm actually uh, interested to see how this works because I'm used to having Flem by my side. So uh, having the uh, other U- yeah, Edinburgh representation. Far more attractive <laughs> option to have. You're, you're the far more attractive side of Edinburgh, are you? Absolutely. Okay, well, it's a shame it's a podcast and no one More can see More sultry. That. Well, uh, as ever, we're going to run a bonus episode today, uh, just like we have been, Meet the GM series. Uh, who have we got on today, Broadwood? Uh, we have we had Steve on earlier today, who we had a great chat with Steve, the rookie champion from last year of the OBS Wolfpack. Um, and we learned lots of his hints and tricks of how he managed to, to be victorious last year. So it'll be good to, to share with the rest of our listeners. Great. And uh, folks, as ever, um, at Tight Ends Pod, where you can find us on all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, and, and so on and so forth. So please hit us up, follow, give us a like, five-star review if you don't mind. Uh, leave some comments, even fire us some questions. Um, and we will hopefully hear from you. And here we go with our chat with Steve. In touch with the ground, I'm on the Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. You, uh, you, you, you're looking forward to the draft in less than six days away? Yes, very much so. Apart from being face-to-face with the Grizzlies. Other than that, yeah, very much so. Ooh. Apart from the Grizzlies, I yes. feel, feel, feel we should already dig in, Kamish. We'll understand this. Yeah, what's intense. this about? Come on, you tell us imagine. what's... You can imagine well, how tense it's going to be, you know? One wrong move, one player you take from the Grizzlies, it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be impactful. It'll be you can't fun. take any players from the Grizzlies. They've, they've traded most of them away. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good point. So, so, Steve, explain to us why you will be, why are you, why are you with the Grizzlies during draft? Everyone else is going to be dialing in, zooming in, whatever it is. You're going to be with the Grizzlies. What's that about? Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's just a big show in the industry that we're in. So um, just happened to happen at the time that the draft is going on. So uh, it's going to be good. There'll be beers flowing, you know, and uh, and the draft happening. So it'll be all good fun. Okay. Sounds promising for making gigantic errors during the draft for the rest of us. So yeah, it does. Well, well, either that or collusion, one or the other. True, true. Oh, commission. no, come on. There'll be no collusion. That's for sure. Yeah, well, maybe shots, but we no all, collusion. We, 
We all know that Barry likes to do little under the offer trades, you know, under the table trades. I would expect to see a bottle of red wine with your name in it somewhere wine along game. the lines. That's true. Uh-huh. We've had we've had a, in the history of the Anglo Scott Fantasy League for listeners, there was a thing called Winegate where uh, Barry Rankin, the uh, owner and GM of the Grizzlies, offered a bottle of wine for a trade to go through. Uh, so we call that Winegate. It didn't happen, and we won't have it ever happen again. So yeah, despicable, despicable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steve, let's 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 warm you up. Let's get. Um, we're going to do a quick fire eight questions, just like we've been doing with GMs, um, and uh, and then we'll maybe just dive in a bit deeper in some of your answers. Um, so yeah, Broadwood, get us going. Okay, number one. Are you ready, Steve? Let's go. Name. Steve Bland. What do you do in real life, Steve? Sales director. Where are you from? Okay, Ogmore by Sea, which is in Wales, which hardly anybody would have ever heard of. Okay, and what's your team name in the Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League? Wolfpack. And describe us your historic ASFL form in one word. Epic. Epic. In one year he's gone to epic, love it. Number six, what's the NFL team you support? Raiders. Yeah. Raiders, baby. Oh yeah. Uh, Number seven, your favourite draft pick? Is Cooper Cup has to be Cooper Cup? Yeah, makes sense. What what round did you get him in again last year? Do you know what? I can't remember. I was trying to look through all my notes. I, I, I'm, I'm, it would have been early on. I would have thought, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, he was just I don't know, incredible every single game. He's like I could always rely on him. So many other people let me down, but he he was always there. Adams pretty much as well, but uh, yeah, he was outstanding. He so wasn't one of the ten names on my whiteboard. No, was he not? For your whiteboard? No, 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 no. He wasn't. I, I didn't think he would. No. Um, <laughs> okay, and then finally, last question, number eight. Um, if next season, uh, that we're drafting for in about six days' time, if you go into it, you win just two games, you lose every other game, but you beat this one person twice, and that's it, who is that team next year? This may surprise you, okay, because... There wasn't that last year I was asked a similar question. Okay, and the answer was the Stallions. Okay, it was who's my arch rival? And I said Stallions earlier on. And you were like, why? Why? I couldn't quite answer it. Anyway, that's gone now. And okay, good. Um, so here's the surprise answer. Renegades. Ooh. So the Fan favourite we thought. The yeah. one that everybody seems to love is the team that beat me twice, although I still won last year. So this is the team I need to take down this season. Is it is it is it personal or is it just professional? No. That, the, it's not just professional. Yes, just because they beat you twice. Yeah, he's a nice guy, nice GM, but I need to take him down this season. <laughs> okay. This all feels far too nice. Let's, let's, let's dive into some of these answers, right? Um, you, you mentioned your team names, Wolfpack, the OBS Wolfpack. Uh, that rookie, you're a rookie champion from last year, um, something that some of us who've been in the league a long time haven't even managed yet, Broadwood. And um, one thing I wanted to pick up on, you're the Wolfpack, but you are known by another name. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Okay. Do you want to share with listeners what that name is? What the bot, bot man or whatever you may call it. The bot pack. 
bot pack. Yeah. Do, do you want to do you want to describe the controversy around why you've been get labelled with that name last year? Yeah, I think it's um, I think it's come down to well, I think first of all, I think you guys saw the Fantasy Plus logo or something. I think that's what kicked it off. But I think it's all down to the fact that you know I wanted to go and do some homework and. I think you guys were looking for some some crazy reason why maybe I won. And uh, I think it all came down to the fact that you thought I was some kind of bot and just, you know, doing all this kind of stuff when actually I just did some basic research. So, yeah, I don't quite agree with it, but it's all good. I can't comment because I, I may or may not have fancy plus as well. I know you did. Yeah, yeah. You copied him. You followed. You followed. I did. In, I did. I did. Just not as successfully. Was it, was it worth it for Ovid? <laughs> I think for the eight ninety nine or whatever it was a year, I, I feel it was sufficient for what I required. Jesus, you guys had to pay for this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I, just it, imagine, it, right? it, it, it swaps out your inactives if it, if you're last minute and you're like me tonight trying to put some squabbling children to bed and you don't have time and you suddenly realise one of your players has gone down, man down. Um, it, it helps in that way. It means okay. that you just don't have an inactive player in your roster, which I think was one of the main reasons I got it, because I just don't have the time sometimes to look at all that. Yeah. I mean, look, being honest, guys, I got it because I didn't know that much um, at the start. I, I, I was struggling with some of the players. You know, I was, everybody knows the top players, but I was struggling with a lot of the other players and trying to, and just, it was nice to have some ideas, but never used the, um, the active thing with being away. I mean, you know, I think you just get really sucked in to this, to this, uh, to this fantasy league and, and you, and you want to be on it. Yeah. I think it's more of a backup, you know, when you're thinking about trading a player and then it gives you some advice, it was, it was, it was quite helpful. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I think, I think it's, and we, we had Paul Radden, the, uh, uh, Mouseketeer GM on in a previous bonus episode. And I think it's fair to say teams get labeled with a nickname, uh, you know, like the Mouseketeers or the bot pack, but it's, I think you can outgrow that and move past it with, uh, with maybe a clean victory this year, maybe. Let's start, let's go into like you you're a rookie from last year. How did you get into NFL? Why did you join the league? So I joined the league because um, actually every year I, I I I tend to travel to the US for for, for work and um, and and I went and watched um, uh, some games in Wembley as well and that really got me back into it. I seem to remember loving the Miami Dolphins when I was maybe like six or seven years old or something, okay. and like my father getting me, you know, the sticker book or whatever, and, and thinking it was cool and seeing it on TV, and then I just left it, and then since it came to London, and then I was traveling to the US and getting into some of the sports, I, I, just, I just really got into it, and then I heard about it from Barry, about strange mix of people that were having a lot of banter, uh, on WhatsApp, yeah, and uh, and it sounded fun, and 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 you know what, it was it was way better than I thought. It was uh, it, it it's been it's been really good fun. The hardest thing was actually selecting a team to support because the, I, I I didn't really know who to go with, and uh, in the end, I went with a team with um, in in a city which I'm most likely to be able to go to. So that's where Raiders come from, rather than their history. <clears throat> so explain to us then, Steve. So. You you obviously support the Raiders. So what is it about the Raiders that you like, and why is it that you you support them at the moment? So being completely honest, the last time I went to Vegas, I saw this giant, sexy black stadium, which I thought was like whoa, okay, which some people may hate, but I was like, wow, this looks incredible. And the fact is, like I say, it, it's a city I can get to. It's it's the most easy access city I can get to when I want to go to the US. So there's a good chance I can go and watch the games, and I'm planning on going in January to 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 a game. 
So that was the main reason for it. Nothing to do with the players. A little bit to do with Madden as well, you know. I mean, obviously, this guy's just legendary. But, but it was mainly to do with the fact I was there. I was in the city. I saw the stadium. I watched the Golden Knights in, uh, in NHL. <laughs> and I was like, here we go. These are my two teams for American sports. Nice. Like Golden it. Knights, obviously, a franchise expansion who haven't been there long either, to be honest. They've what? How many years are they now? Three years as a franchise? Years. I, I know they talked about franchises previously. And I, I kind of understood Fleming's point of view around... You know, how can a fan base accept a team moving such as the Golden Knights have moved? And it just, yeah, as, as a British sports fan, it find, you find it difficult to understand how that can happen and how fan bases can take that and tolerate that every time it happens. It's a tough one, right? And I think for Raiders fans, particularly quite difficult because if you look at the history of these guys, right? I mean, you know, you think about where they tried to go to, right? They were like LA, then they were trying to move to some other random city and then they went back to Oakland again. I mean, for the guys in Oakland, I mean, you know, to lose them, to get them back and then lose them again. Uh, yeah, it's pretty tough going for the fans. Yeah. Let me throw another question at you just to see if I can spice it up a bit. If you don't win the league this year and, and uh, you know, you don't repeat, you know, it's been done by one team, Stallions, of course. And um, if you don't repeat, who would you not mind winning the league? If you pick one other team in this Anglo-Scott Fantasy Football League, who would you go, okay, I really want to beat the Renegades. I win, I go two and, you know, two and 12, don't even make the playoffs. But you know what? I will, I'll celebrate that team winning. Who would it be? This is a tough one. Because there's a lot of reasons why I don't want a lot of people to win. Because um, uh, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, on WhatsApp. But... Walk us through it. Walk us through it. Uh, Walk us through it. Come on, seven teams yeah. in the league. Eliminate them one by one. Go for it. Okay. Well, I think look, the the original guys who have been in the league for some time, right? Both yourselves, right? The Grizzlies, etc. Right? I don't want. For me, it feels like you guys have been doing this too long. So you know, I don't want you guys to win. Uh, I'm sorry. And then. Um, I also, like the Renegades, I just feel like they're this team that everybody loves and just wants to win. They got so close but last season, but, 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 they, but they didn't get there. They bottled it. Um, they bottled it, you know. So I don't want them to win. And, okay. uh, and the Mouseketeers, um, I feel like it's probably going to be them. Uh, they would be the team I, w- I, I wouldn't mind winning. And the reason why is because they're almost expected to win because of all these picks they've got. Um, if, 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 if Paul doesn't get this right, that's, that's going to be tough. Right. So um, what do you think the punishment should be? What should be the punishment for the S6 Musketeers with two first round picks? Two first round picks. I mean, if we, if we were to run a book in this, come on, commission, I'm sure we can put together. I'm sure we can get somebody that we know we'd be able to put some odds together for the coming season, but you've got to put, you know, Radden's got to be, I mean, even though he bizarrely picked me as his rival, still don't understand that one. But I want, yeah, I want to know he's from, got to be up there on favourite to, to win this yeah, year. He's got to be. I want Has to hear to. from his, but from his fellow rookie and from his fellow kind of side league compatriot. They've got. We've <laughs> talked about this with Paul. You've got this breakaway league up with your kids, which is lovely. If he doesn't make the playoffs, if he doesn't even get a bye and come in a top two, what should happen to him? I want you to name the the kind of the punishment here, Steve. Wow. That's going to be interesting. I think we're going to have to see him make a full uh, explanation, okay, on video. And I think um, he should have to burn, which I'm guessing he has, his lion's top live on camera. 
Oh, he's apologizing to us. Um, and just admit that that that, that it's game over. Lying his wrongness. I absolutely agree. Yeah. All okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we, we've now we've established if he doesn't get in the top two and have a successful season, doesn't have to win the whole thing, but top two, make the playoffs, then he's burning his Lions top on video. So we can put it on socials. We can probably do it live and he'll have to apologize to the world as to how he got it so wrong. Yeah. I think the only concern for Radden this year is the the you know when Sunday comes it can be any given team and he's just gonna that's the only way I can see him losing. I can't I, I can't see another way. He's got to be a playoff shoe in, probably a top two shoe in, and then it'll well, be down to any given Sunday in the playoffs. We'll see. Or dodgy we'll see. trades. Let's hope he doesn't do any of those. You know, yeah, like there was a trade up and gives a fire sale. Away. There yeah, was a few yeah. of those. There was a few of those. If you, I mean, you saw as a rookie, you saw a number of. We talked about this on a previous pod, but there's been trades. Last, we had 13 trades last year. We had three trades in the nine years before that. So we suddenly exploded. <laughs> I, I put it down slightly to the fact that you and Paul turned up, but also it's the fact that we introduced keepers, which enabled the use of trade uh, draft picks to be traded you know you're a rookie you're making your way through the season you're doing pretty well you're in the top half of the table you're looking good got some good draft picks sort of coming through and really performing for you and then the whatsapp group kicks off and people are throwing you know your fellow rookies doing a fire sale his words doing, <laughs> he's over here doing a fire yeah. sale all the old timers and the ogs are going mad about it and people are trying to take advantage and you're sat there on the whole quite quietly kind of minding your business like how did you feel like observing all of that chaos? It was really hard actually to try and make the right calls in the WhatsApp group because being a rookie as well, I was maybe a bit more quiet to start off with and just seeing what the re- response would be. Right. Um, but it was ner- nervousness and, and a slight bit of anger underneath in the fact that, yeah, you're all working really hard and then, you know, a trade can happen so quickly and it, it could, it could, it could turn it on its head. Right. So yeah, it was it was tough. Obviously, I did do a trade. Um, I don't, I think I only did one one um, where I got Stafford from him, but it was a very fair for me. I felt like it was a fair trade. I felt like when I was doing the trade, I was trying to think about what's the the right thing to do. Yeah, and actually, I gave him bloody Burrow, who actually did very well <laughs> after that point. He did. So it, wasn't, him, it wasn't a great trade. Like Burrow, Burrow. Like, not Joe not Burrow. Just, not Justin Burrow. Justin. No, not Joe Justin. Okay, I was trying checking. to figure out who that was. I was Googling that the other day. I was like, who's this guy? Is this some secret weapon for 2022? <laughs> but uh, no. yeah, no. Joe, just Joe made Burrow up by lane. <laughs> so looking ahead, um, we obviously just touched on their keepers. Um, you look at your squad that you finished with last year. Anyone in there, Steve, that you're thinking, yep, I'm keeping that one. Yeah, so 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 my head my head has been the whole time keep Cooper Cup. Um, my heart's told me to keep uh, Adams, being a Raiders fan, and the fact that he joined, I can believe it that that, that he joined. Um, but Cooper Cup, yes, yeah. and I've already selected him. You know, um, yeah. so yeah, he's 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 the guy. I'm not going to leave this guy. Well, the the keeper selection deadlines tonight. And you're the only one that's entered a keeper so far. I was surprised I by this. So if, I was if, surprised. If Lino doesn't get his in, Lino hasn't. If Lino doesn't get his in, if Lino hasn't put anything in yet, if he doesn't put it in by midnight tonight in three hours' time, he is not going to be keeping CMC. So uh, that is interesting. And I, yeah. you can, and you watch the WhatsApp group explode in about twenty-four hours' time when he realizes he hasn't put in CMC and he tries to beg us to allow him to. I would say it. you should put a reminder out there, but. I don't think you should put a reminder out there. I already have. 
I've done it about three <laughs> times. Anyway, it, it, yeah. it feels as if yeah. this is Andrew's player. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think I'd even select him if, if I had the chance to select CMC, to be honest. This is strange. Might not be much longer. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, Steve, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Good luck with the season ahead. Um, hope the Wolfpack reclaim their name uh, and you enjoy your title defence uh, this coming season, sir. Awesome. Thanks, guys. That was Good great. to catch up with you, Steve. 